0: Welcome to the Life and Legacy Show, where we discuss all things elder law, estate, and legacy planning. Hosted by certified elder law attorney, Tim Seckler, from the Seckler Law Firm. And now your host, attorney Tim Seckler. Welcome everybody to the Life and Legacy Show, sponsored by the Seckler Law Firm, where great families make great plans. My name is Tim Seckler. I am your host for this weekly half an hour uh radio show podcast wherever you find it we're here in Pittsburgh on Word FM uh or uh or you can find it on your podcast anywhere uh Apple Spotify that you uh that you find your podcast so uh on the radio show we do a number of different things uh, I uh, my law firm is uh sort of focuses on elder law and estate planning issues so on the show, we do a number of things, uh, wills and trusts and powers of attorney and asset protection and planning for young families and talking about protecting assets from the nursing home. We do all kind of uh, educational things on this show if it's your first time here. Uh, welcome. A uh, little disclaimer, you should not make any uh, legal or financial decisions based on what you hear on this or any other radio show. Uh, these situations tend to be pretty complex and um and complex situations often require complex answers. So your factual situation requires you to go get a lawyer to to make some decisions around this. But on today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little fun. This this idea occurred to me. I'm actually really excited to do today's show. My team uh at the office wanted me to shut up about it because I was talking about it a lot. But I, I, this this idea I've been I've been kind of ruminating on here and it, and it's this. And it's kind of cute and it's kind of it's kind of I don't know, simplistic or whatever, but I I think it I think it'll uh get the point across. And it is this. You can you can learn everything you need to know about estate planning by watching Disney movies, right? So that that's the working theory that I got here, all right? So bear with me, let me work it through with you. You can learn everything you need to know about doing estate planning by watching Disney movies. And I've got little kids. If you don't have little kids, maybe it's been a while, you know, I was explaining this to one of the Uh, My law clerk is a younger fellow that works in the office here, and he had never seen the movie Frozen and was just looking at me funny, which I I don't blame him for. Um, But uh, but let's think about this. You know, if you ever if you haven't ever stopped to think about it, Disney movies often start out with some tragic stuff at the beginning. And then and then your main character needs to recover from the tragic thing, grow as a person or as a as a. Entity, or whatever it is, the Simba, the, the lion, uh, and, uh, and then uh, overcome the, the challenges and, and uh, win at the end of the day, right? I mean, that's the overall plot of just about every Disney movie there. And if you haven't actually thought about it, a lot of these movies, the, the, the thing that occurs at the beginning of the movie is the parents die. Right. It, I mean, we can go down the list and and something happens to where there's a youngster that's challenged because something happens to the parents. Uh, and Lion King. Mu, uh, what is it? Mufasa, I think, dies. The, the Lion King's dad, Cinderella. She's raised by an evil stepmother, uh, Tarzan. His parents died, by, killed by a puma, and he was raised by the uh, gorillas out in the woods. And Frozen, Elsa and Anna's parents die in a, in a plane in a, in a plane crash. Yeah. In a. Uh, in a, a a ship wreck, in Nemo, Nemo's mom dies at the beginning. In Aladdin, Aladdin is uh, it doesn't have any parents through the first film. So you can go down the list, and and all of these things they result in, the the whole plot of these stories is a result of terrible things happening within families, and you know we can look at this and say. Ah, there's some lessons to be learned here. So bear with me. I I hope you find uh, this episode fun and educational because we're going to use some stories from uh, from some of these Disney movies. All the credit to Disney. You know, I, I don't think Disney's interested in coming after a little estate planning lawyer like me. But these are all Disney movies and, and you know, you draw your own conclusion. Thanks for making great stuff. But... Oh, and by the way, uh, if my two favorite vacations I've ever been on was Disney World with my kids and a Disney cruise with my kids, and so um, you know I, I I love Disney stuff. But so let's let's go through a couple of these. And, and the first movie I want to talk about is The Lion King. So The Lion King, you know, th- this is a situation where uh, the youngster, little Simba. Loses his dad. Um, his dad is actually murdered by his brother. If, if you haven't uh, studied this stuff, it's actually a takeoff of Shakespeare's Hamlet. But um, so, so Mufasa, the king, is deceased. The heir apparent is run off. That's Simba, and and the evil uncle takes over the kingdom. Well, then you got you know. So let's let's take this down. Simba then runs off into the woods, and he's raised by a couple of hooligans out in the woods. The pig and the little guy. I don't know what he is. And, uh, and you know, they're, they're out there causing a ruckus and doing nothing productive with their lives and eating bugs and dancing around, singing silly songs out in the woods. And so, you know, from, from an estate planning standpoint, they're young parents. The lesson to be learned here is who's going to be in charge of the kiddos. If something happens to you, you're going to leave it to somebody, you're going to leave it to chance or, uh, it, it was, was the, uh, the little pig, uh, what's the little pig's name? I can't remember, but the, the, the pig that raises Simba, um, it, it, oh, it's uh, Simone, right? Or that might be a little guy. Anyway, would if you passed away, who who steps in next, right? And do they have uh, morals and values consistent with with yours, right? So, um, in in the Lion King, there was no decision made. He just ended up with these guys out out there, which which we could take in the real world as you don't name anybody and the government decides who raises your kids, but then. Um, you know, I doubt that the king, this lion king, has morals and values consistent with the guys living out in the woods eating the bugs, right? So so the idea is we need to plan for the youngsters. How we do that with estate planning documents is we create uh, wills that name guardians for little guys. Uh, and then we, when done right, we also create a trust for the little guys that's probably funded with some life insurance to make sure that not only is the person being raised, is our child being raised with somebody with consistent morals and values of ours – But also that there's a checkbook to make sure that they can get the school, the education, uh, and the standard of living to which you aspire your children to have. So uh, the Lion King, he's the king of the land, and it's an epic story of estate planning failure. Although uh, Simba does come back and and hard charge and and become the king again. So I guess it doesn't end all bad, as most Disney movies don't end all bad. You got the same thing going on in Cinderella. Cinderella, uh, we have to presume that her parents are deceased because she's living with the evil stepmother and the evil stepsisters and uh, sweeping the floor and living in rags while everybody else is, uh, you know, living it up and going to the ball, right? So it's another situation where this one seems to be not not lack of naming a guardian for the little guy because that's how the evil stepmother got there in the first place, but no money left behind. So here, here's my favorite way to, to make sure that there's enough money. See, guardianship ends at age 18, all right, um, a lot of young parents um, have some kind of life insurance, whether it's a group policy at work or it's a term life insurance or some whole life product. Yeah, ought to have life insurance. Most young families that we run into don't have enough, and I don't sell life insurance. And I tell them, "Hey, look, you're a father now. You got some responsibilities. Go buy some term life insurance." Um, but here's the thing: you got these retire, you got these life insurance policies or the retirement accounts, and if you just name the kid as a beneficiary, if you pass away. Guess what is going to happen with that money on your kid's 18th or 21st birthday? You're gonna you're gonna fund the most epic birthday party of all time. And my suggestion to a lot of young parents is, you don't leave that money outright to the kids. We set up a little trust for the kids. You put somebody trustworthy and trusted in, in charge of the money, and then that trust continues to exist until the child is 25 or 30, or even sometimes later, uh, to make sure that the money is available for the youngster. But that they don't get a pen to the checkbook on their 18th or 21st birthday. And so guardians for little kids would have made sure that Cinderella uh, had some funds set aside and we would not have put the evil stepmother in charge of the trust. Some other person would have been in charge of the trust to provide a little check and balance. And, uh, and so Cinderella yet another epic Disney estate planning failure. Um, And, uh, and what could have done better? We could have created a trust for Cinderella to make sure that she had The money she needed. Now I know that this this particular episode is a little light and it's a little funny and it's a little bit. But if you need to do some planning, I hope I at least have somebody's attention. If you need to do some planning, uh, the first step is is getting some education. Whether you find it on our website, whether you listen to our uh, this is we're we're pushing, having done fifty episodes of this thing at this point, um, providing education weekly. The other thing you can do, and this has particularly uh, become attractive to some of our young families is if you go to com, that's my my law firm's website seckler s-e-c-h-l-e-r com, and right now it's under the workshops tab we're, we're under the, uh doing a a website redo but right now it's under the workshop tab and you'll find the life and legacy course now what the life and legacy course is is it's a series of small short videos uh i think they're all 10 minutes or less where i explain an estate planning concept and then we ask you a couple of concepts, uh, a couple of questions to, to check in to make sure you're getting it and to make some decisions with regard to your estate plan. Now, this is not one of these automatic document preparation deals that those things don't work. What this is, is you're thinking through this. You're getting some free education. And then when um, at the end of the course, which should take you about an hour, we offer you a free consultation so you come into the office, or you come into the office or on Zoom. Uh, Zoom tends to work great for young families because now you don't have to take a day off of work. Um, we offer you a Zoom console. We go through your answers together, and then we we uh, maybe make some suggestions to you. Uh, at the end of the meeting, we'll tell you you know here's what the estate plan we recommend. Here's what it costs. Here's uh, some options for you. And uh, and then you can decide whether to hire us or not. So take the course, do the free consult and then understand what your options are. We do all of that before we even start writing some documents, because what bugs me is when lawyers, you know, uh, somebody calls a lawyer's office and says, I need a will. You sit down with the lawyer and the lawyer just asks you, "Okay, what's the name of the executor? See, for me. This stuff's a little bit more complicated than that. You you shouldn't get a will from a lawyer like you get a su- a sandwich from Subway. It's it's there's more to it than that. We need to do some education first. We need to say, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Uh, and that's really what the the Life and Legacy course is designed to do is to get you pointed in the right direction um, before you sit down with us, so that we're not wasting your time and and that we get to the point of it, so that you're not paying us a whole bunch of money to sit there and and do the education that you could have got. Free on our videos. Okay, so that's the Life and Legacy course. You can find it at secklerlawfirm dot com under the Workshops tab, and it works great because uh, it avoids you having to take a couple of days off work to meet with a lawyer during business hours and drive downtown and pay to park and all that nonsense. Just take the course. Skip one night of Netflix. Skip one night of watching Disney movies, and um, and uh, take the Life and Legacy course. All right, we got we got more Disney coming at you right now. Um, and that is so we did Lion King, and we did Cinderella. What about Tarzan Tarzan his parents died they're they're killed in a tragic run with a with a puma and uh and now we've got uh Tarzan being raised out in the woods by some goril- uh, gorillas and uh you know he's he's out there hungry and scavenging and turns into this young strapping fellow, but then when he when he runs into the civilized people again it it's just pure chaos for a while. Uh, and so the idea is uh, let's make sure that our kids aren't raised uh, by people that wouldn't do it the same way as us. Let's make sure that they become, you know, good standing citizens in the community with good education that can go out and, and do good things. We're going to change it now on you. I'm going to change it into planning uh, for disabilities. All right. And the Disney movie we're going to do this with is Finding Nemo. All right. So Finding Nemo. This one if you haven't seen it, the little fish loses his mom at the beginning and he's with his dad. His dad is having a hard time. He loses track of Nemo. Nemo's late for school. Nemo uh runs away. He runs off with some uh some character named Dory that we're going to talk about here in a little bit. Uh but uh Dory with her disability is uh is a little hard to uh to take care of uh or finds it hard to take care of Nemo rather, but here's the thing nemo Nemo has a disability, and we can't predict right now, maybe your little Nemo's your kids don't have disability, but Nemo does remember he's got uh he's got one fin smaller than the other, swims in circles and such um so here's Nemo and he's lost his parent and he's got a disability which may or may not impact his ability to be a, a professional uh or you know have a great career sometime down the road uh he's raised by his dad who's having trouble getting it done and loses him all the time and uh so here's the thing let's bring it back to to the real world what if what if the accident that takes your life let's say it's a car accident we're in a car accident what if your kid's in a And as a result of that accident that takes your life, that kid becomes disabled. Now, here's the thing about disabled people. Um, Disabled people often have to ask the government for some help because they can't work the same as uh, fully healthy people. And and so so the idea is when we have disabled people that are beneficiaries of our estate plans and they are on needs-based benefits, well, we can't leave them money. Not a lot of money because they're not allowed to have it. So if I have a disabled child or grandchild and that disabled child is on SSI benefits or Medicaid benefits as a result of their disability. And I leave him a $100,000 inheritance. He's not allowed to have a $100,000 inheritance, which just means he's going to lose his free health care. Um, and uh, and this is a bad situation. And this happens a lot. And it happens a lot with extended family members. So like a well-meaning uncle or a well-meaning grandparent will leave money to the kid that they think is going to need some help. Um, and and it ends up doing a disservice because we lose our free health care, perhaps risk losing our living arrangements and whatnot. So what you have to do is we do something called a special needs trust for disabled people. So if I have a grandchild or a child that, I, that has a disability and I want to support them, I can leave them an inheritance, but I don't leave it to them in their own name. My will or my trust or a standalone document, we can create a special needs trust for this disabled person. So that their inheritance arrives in a fashion where they can access the money in a limited fashion over time without risking losing their free health care. And so this is called a special needs trust. It's a trust that's funded that the dollars in the trust are used to support a person with a disability, a person that's on needs-based benefits, so that they can have a better standard of living, go on vacation, have vehicles, that kind of thing without losing the free health care that they get because they've got limited means, okay? So little Nemo, we don't know. He's a kid. We don't know if he's ever going to grow up and be a productive member of society. I think by the end of the thing, we suspect he will, right? But Nemo needed a special needs trust. And the point is, you know, when when people do estate planning, almost every will I write has a special needs trust in it because even if even if your family, even if you have no disabilities in your family right now, we don't know that you won't have a disability in your family by the time you pass away because the accident that takes your life could leave your kid disabled or some other accident could leave your kid disabled or some mental health issue. A lot of mental health issues don't arrive until people are in their teens and 20s, right? So um, so just for your consideration, I think if you don't have in your estate plan a special needs trust just in case we probably ought to talk about adding that to your plan cuz you never know and this is this is the kind of stuff that really blows up a family you know it's the the mistake the estate planning mistakes that are made out there are hardly ever who gets what you know that that's hardly ever the problem the real problem is we give it to somebody who has a disability or we give it to somebody who's going through a lawsuit or we give it to somebody who's going through a divorce and now my hard earned dollars are spent on uh, this issue rather than supporting my family members. Right now, we're going to move on from Nemo, and we're going to move on from. Oh, I got one more. I got one. I got two more. I got one more tragic one. One that we all fear as parents is Aladdin. Okay, so let's think about Aladdin. When we, when we first meet Aladdin in the movie, what's he doing? He's living on the streets. He's got a monkey on his shoulder. Right we could use that as a monkey on a back for an addiction analogy, right, but he's he's living on the streets, he's got a monkey on his back, he's being chased by the cops, stealing fruit uh This is the exact opposite of how we would want our children uh to live in the event we passed away first. This is a call to arms, call to action to do some estate planning to make sure you got enough life insurance so your kid doesn't turn out like Aladdin right. Uh, He he looks like he hadn't had a shower in a month when we meet him. And, of course, he turns out to be an all right fella, as all Disney characters end up being. But uh, it's just, you know, as I was chatting about this, I, I can't get over Aladdin. Like, Aladdin is the kid I don't want my kid to be. He's the kid that's out there causing a ruckus, causing trouble, has no real, real career prospects until he gets lucky and meets a princess, right? But, uh, but it, it, had he not met the princess, he's going to end up in jail. He's going to end up with an addiction problem. And we need, to do, we need to do some planning for our little Aladdins because they won't get lucky enough to meet the princess. We need to make sure that we've cared for these little guys. I hope you're having fun with this. I, I, I suspect either you're having fun with this or everyone has turned off the radio at this point because it's too cheesy. But either way, I'm having fun. Uh, so if you turned in late, you are listening to uh, the Life and Legacy Show. My name is Tim Seckler. I own the Seckler Law Firm. And we are we are learning by analogy today on some estate planning lessons by taking a look at some classic Disney movies and what went wrong. Uh, and now I got one where we're going to point out one that went right. The one that went right is Frozen, okay? Now bear with me. Frozen, Anna and Elsa are your main characters. They lose their parents early in the movie. They had to a shipwreck, right? We find out more about that in Frozen 2. Yes, I got a little girl. She's six. I've seen Frozen about a thousand times. I'm proud to say I like it. But here's the thing about Frozen. They planned, right? So think about what happens to Anna and Elsa if you've seen it. After their parents die, they're living in a castle, a castle with butlers and maids all around, people taking care of them, people that seem to be upstanding people involved in their lives, making sure that they've got good manners, making sure that they're learning and going to school and making sure that they have some relationship with each other, although they kind of keep them out of the public eye for a long time. But Anna and Elsa, now these girls were planned for. There's money. Right? So we have to think that, you know, if we can bring it back to our world, mom and dad had sufficient life insurance. Mom and dad named the correct guardian. There's people all around taking care of these little girls. Mom and they're well dressed, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Which one is it? I, 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 I at least track. Elsa. Elsa has a disability. Elsa's disability is she's got this this crazy disease where everything she touches turns to ice, right? Now, that's not a real disability in our world, but in their world, it's a real disability because she has to wear gloves all the time. She's not allowed out in public. She's turning people into ice. She's breaking stuff all the time. And so, but here's the thing. She ends up okay. They they teach her. She learns to get a hold of it. She she works through her disability. She's got these gloves for a while that keep her from... from uh, um, Turning everything into ice, which we could we could call that medical equipment, she's got everything she needs to be to to have a chance of success. This is a family that planned well, right they probably had sufficient life insurance they created a trust if if uh, she ends up being that she couldn't work, which she ends up being a queen, so we're going to presume she has some capabilities but had she didn't had had she not been able to do that, I'm going to say this family had a special needs trust to make sure that uh even though um the uh even though she was disabled uh and maybe needed some help uh we still left her an inheritance to to uh to uh improve her lifestyle so out of all of them the parents in frozen had it made they had it figured out and and that's the lesson that we want to learn from all of these disney movies is be uh be the parents of anna and elsa do not be the parents of aladdin and do not be the parents of Cinderella. Uh, be the parents of the the girls in Frozen. There you go. Now, we haven't even talked about, and I don't think we're going to have time to talk about, we haven't even talked about Dory. Right? Let's think about Dory for a second. I don't know if Dory has dementia or amnesia, but she certainly has some capacity issues. And I don't know. I don't remember watching the, the movie Dory. I don't know if she has kids or not. But... If uh, if it weren't for the other characters to come around and, and take care of Dory, Dory's going to need some long-term care, right? And we don't know anything about Dory's financial situation, but in our world, people that need long-term care end up going broke because we've got this crazy government rule book that requires you to go broke if you need the nursing home. And so uh, Dory needs to do some estate planning. Dory needs to do an asset protection trust that can protect her hard-earned wages and money and savings in a from that potential future long-term care issue. Uh, so Dory is our is our senior client who needs to do some asset protection work because one in three of us are going to end up with dementia, and a nursing home costs $130,000 a year out of pocket, and you need to protect your family from that exposure because that exposure is the exposure for for my retirees and seniors that breaks up the family, that breaks up the savings. It's not taxes. It's not probate. It's not, it's not any of that. No, those things are important, but the one that can break you, the one that can take away your life's work, your, your, your savings, your golden, uh, nest egg, the one that will take that away from you or from your wife or husband is the nursing home and Miss Dory needs to protect some assets. Okay. So I know it's a bit of a stretch. I hope you had some fun. I had fun. This was, this, uh, this was a a fun one to to brainstorm what I was going to talk about this week. Um, But uh, you have been listening to my show. This is the Life and Legacy Show. My name is Tim Seckler. I own the Seckler Law Firm uh, in um, Mars, supporting the Mars, Cranberry, North Hills area. But we have clients all over the place. I have an office in Newcastle. We have an office in Somerset. So if you can hear this on the radio, you are within the territory that we serve. And you can get more information at secularlawfirm.com. Come to one of our free workshops, our free live workshops. We're back in person doing those. We also have live webinars that you can register for. They're all free. You can find out all kind of information about what a good estate plan looks like. Uh, and then we offer for people who have done the education piece, we offer free consultations to come in and talk about uh, what your state plan needs to be. When you're at your consultation, we give you a couple of options. We talk to you about our flat fee pricing. You understand the whole thing before you owe us a penny. Uh, and if we've uh, if we've met it, uh, met your needs, then we anticipate we'd be able to do some work for you. So that's a little bit about how it works. Find out more at com. Again, thanks for listening this week. I hope you had an awesome time. My thanks to Disney for the examples.